We're not experts, much less competent. This podcast is friends bullshitting about conspiracies and also confirming absolutely nothing about it. But we keep each other in check by deep frying each other's topic. Consider yourself warned. Because whatever mankind must undertake. No, the f- the governor. That's they the f- did it. That's Bravo. The Free men must fully share. Stop f-ing lying. God f-ing damn it! I'm getting pissed now. We propose to accelerate the development. They have human-animal hybrids, much larger than any now being developed. You have what's been described as an egg-shaped penis. Until certain which is superior. Oh. Oh. You're a nasty bitch that no one likes. We know. Bitch. No, I mean, okay. you saw the dude. And you offer her cocaine again. No government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Do you understand that? Welcome <laughs> to <laughs> Deep Fried Conspiracies. Jimmy, what's up, Trent? What the hell is a fan? A fan? A fan. Is that something that you put in your window and blow the cool breeze in at night? Oh, maybe, because, I don't know, I got this, the, the, the podcast got this email one email says hey guys is it a cease and desist (laughs) well i haven't read it yet (laughs) (laughs) hey guys just wanted to let you know that i am a big fan what so it's like a big fan like he he just puts himself in the window and blows cool air is this an email yeah i didn't even know your mom had email (laughs) shut up (laughs) uh i just wanted to let uh, i let me start that I have listened to every podcast so far. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll be becoming a monthly tip giver. Ooh, Ooh. Wow. Nice. I listened to you on the Deezer app. Must be one of the places that we have it on. <laughs> <laughs> so not sure how I will receive the extra episodes, but no big deal. I don't have any extra episodes. What What are we promising that we haven't delivered yet? I, we haven't done a drunk episode. We're, yeah, we're doing that. We're still coming up with that, yeah. We're coming up with trying to get enough money for my beer. <laughs> no shit. Uh, also, I am a garbage man, just like one of you are. Hey! hey you got a garbage man, brother. Brother in garbage. All right. <laughs> uh, that is why I listen while I'm driving on my route. So just wanted to send a thank you and keep up the good work. Steve from Wisconsin. So Steve from Wisconsin is listening in his garbage truck as we're talking. Literally. Literally. You know, and I imagine if he's got it turned up loud enough, people are going, God, listen to that garbage. Yeah. And it's us. Ha, ha, funny. What? Listen to that garbage. It says the garbage man. Wow. 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 Really to, really to pick the low-hanging wow. fruit so, on that one. So our fan, we we, we tried to piss off. Yeah. <laughs> he's from Wisconsin. He could drive over here to Minnesota and no kick our ass. Shit. Uh, we've got another one, too, Jimmy. No. Yeah, yeah. Your dad sent one, too? Uh, anyway, <laughs> I just, <laughs> just found this podcast. And I am now a huge fan. What? Hey! Hey! Two fans that you put in the window. Jeepers. Wow. Please keep it up. Uh, It's all around awesome and now makes my lunch breaks very entertaining. (laughs) Would like to hear what you guys think about the Denver airport. There are some very interesting theories and the stories are pretty easy to find. For instance, there is a horse statue there that actually killed the artist that made it and it is still used uh, and they still use the fucking thing laughing crying emoji laughing crying emoji wow yeah not to mention the crazy mural that's shaped like the runway anywho i keep up the good work i really dig it lol 
Wow. So we've gotten two From emails. Bryant. That's Bryant? Say. Yep. Well, Colby. Colby Bryant. Yes. Colby. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not Colby It's not Colby Bryant. Bryant. <laughs> Bryant's his first name. <laughs> okay. So, so, so uh, uh, thank you guys. Thank you guys thank very you. much. Yeah. Yeah. I so, wasn't expecting to get any of that. Right. I'll tell you that right now. So um, the Denver Airport, very interesting. Uh, we have done some research on that, uh, and that's going to be a big podcast. Yeah. Because yep. there are so many crazy shit and things going on to that thing. Mm. And um, I saw, uh, not that long ago, I saw something on the Denver airport and all the tunnels underneath and all the things that Is are that going like, on. Is that like, does that hit along with the uh, all the tunnels going underneath and whatnot? Is that just like the, um, uh, fuck, what is it? The... I, Quit, it's a, it's quit doing drugs before I the can't, show. I can't. Mount Rushmore. Oh. You think? There are tunnels and whatnot inside Mount Rushmore. I, I think there's like a, a tunnel in Mount Rushmore. I, I Well, haven't you ever gone on Google Earth and saw those uh, images or whatever? Like, oh, here's a little doorway. Yes. I have seen that. Um, there was an area up there to, to hold tools on uh, up there on Mount Rushmore. I've been, I was in Mount Rushmore last year. Uh, I've probably been there probably four or five times. It's not that far. It's it's a it's a what was the Mount Rushmore? Oh yeah. So like I, I saw. Um, Are you in crack? <laughs> well, I saw like I was looking. Oh, up Google things. Earth. Yeah, yes. I was Google. Well, I was doing uh, podcast uh, research and whatnot, and it came across like you spend you've time seen on, these. You spend time on this? Well, I have to. You don't do it. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I just show up. <laughs> yeah. No, I shit. I figured that part out. Anyway, so I looked at these uh, images, and it's like they zoomed in really close, and you can see like the doorway. I'm like, that's you know interesting. So if there's like underground tunnels and whatnot from in the Denver airport, why it's maybe attached to Mount Rushmore? Sure, that's exactly it. <laughs> well, maybe there's one underneath like the Pentagon that goes to the White House. I don't know. Yeah, there's all kinds of tunnels. Uh, yeah, for you know, heating and 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 cooling and uh, maintenance type projects and all these things. So I mean, it makes total sense. Mm. Like the Denver Airport would have have a lot of tunnels because they're moving luggage and whatnot. But um, the things that you I you think they're using those tunnels for luggage? They are. I mean, I, have you ever watched some of this stuff? The, yeah, but all these tunnels going through and whatnot. Oh yeah, you know what? They're just they're just hauling luggage. What do you think? Uh, that's a good cover up. What do you think they're down down there like? I don't know lizard Killing? people. I don't know. They L- could be trans- pe- they could be transporting little aliens into Area Fifty One from there. Oh, they could have bullet trains already. For God's sake, I don't know. That would be cool. You know, I I, I have also heard too that they're going to make bullet trains from like Washington D.C. to certain places. Yeah. In order to uh, get there in like thirty minutes. Yeah, just to get the uh, Senate and, and Congress it, and President uh, to safety. You know, in case of a nuclear right, attack. Right. The rest of us are just fucked. Yeah, we don't. They don't. We don't care. Well, I, I think I've told you we've got two contingency plans at my house. Um, one is if there's if there's going to be a zombie apocalypse, we're going to go over to my son's house because he's got lots of guns. But if it's something that you can't really stop, like say, uh, you know, a, a, a nu- nuclear explosion, a nuclear explosion, which uh, is unfortunately possible at this right. time. Yeah, then we're meeting at my house because I have a bar down in the basement. <laughs> I will come to your house and for that. You will die happy that night. Yes, because everybody will just be whooping it up, and when things go south, go south, go south. When things go south, when, when, when things go shitty, then uh, at least we'll all be together and we'll be drunk and happy. I, I'm game for that. 
Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Jimmy. What? Do you see this on my arm? What is that? It's a birthmark. Birthmark? It looks yeah. like somebody took a cigarette and put it out on your arm. Maybe that's how that happened. I don't know. Do you have any birthmarks? I don't have a birthmark. I've got a small penis, but I don't have a birthmark. Oh, okay. Well, anyway. Um, Maybe that is my birthmark. <laughs> well, yeah. You want to see it? <laughs> no. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> anyway. No, these birthmarks. Have you ever heard the conspiracy behind them? No. You know, I, I've only known... You know, a few people that have birthmarks that are visible, but I know yeah. a lot of people have them, like yourself, yours is a yeah. little bit higher. I had to, yeah. many times when I was in sports, like wrestling, Right. I had to have a doctor look at it and be like, ah, it's just a birthmark, it's not ringworm or something like that. <laughs> well, no, I'm serious. Really? Serious. You would go through skin checks and have every person would like grab my arm and take a, take a big gandering look at it, and it's like, mm, what is that? It's a birthmark. How do you know? Flash the paper in front of him. Really? This doctor said it's a fucking birthmark. Leave me the fuck alone. Wow. Yeah, every time. Every I, time. I had I had to have because it's circular. Okay. Somewhat. So in in wrestling, a lot of lot of skin to skin contact. You don't want to give that to somebody else. Right. Ringworms are very transmissible from skin to skin contact. Okay. So, so that like makes, if you that play makes with sense, your dog yeah. or whatever, that's kind of how you obtain it. Yeah. No. So, but it's easily transmissible and whatnot, and that's kind of why skin checks are important for. Wrestling, a high contact sport of skin to skin contact. Right. Anyway, what about porn? Anyway, <laughs> so, no, let's no, 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 no. There's <laughs> why can't Jesus. you ever answer any of my questions? God, you suck. Because they're they, they're rhetorical. Okay. We'll How on. about porn? What? Well, yeah, it's a high impact skin, skin to skin contact. Do you suppose they got people that will come in there and examine stuff, make sure you're not? Well, I'd sure hope so. You know, to make sure you're. And then they're probably part of it. You're clean. <laughs> anyway, you know who you know who was in charge of that? Doctor Banana Fingers. Anyway, <laughs> do you want to read? Do I, what a I, birthmark is? A birthmark is a congenital benign irregularity on the skin, which is present at birth and. It, or appears shortly after birth, usually in the first month. They can occur anywhere on the skin. Birthmarks are caused by overgrowth of blood vessels, smooth muscle, fat, fibroblast, and something I can't pronounce. Yeah, don't worry about it. Not, not a big deal. Anyway, so that's from Wikipedia. Wikipedia, you can take stuff with a grain of salt. Obviously, you can change stuff like that. But that's what that has for the uh, what a birthmark is. Okay. It's when you're born, these things happen. You know, these certain things happen. Like, for me, I just happen to have whatever the hell this is on my arm that came through as that. Yeah, I'm, gu I'm guessing it was probably from, like, some sort of equipment that when you're being... in the Yanked birth, out in the, like a cow. In the birth canal. They yeah. probably just lassoed you. <laughs> just pulled your <laughs> ass out. Throw me in there, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, my first... Uh, the first time I ever, ever saw a birthmark was somebody I, I went to high school with. Yep. And... Uh, did they have one so bad, like, on their face and whatnot? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Super, super nice guy. And anyway, uh, half his face was just kind of this... Red. Red. Like, bluish colored. Yep. Yeah. And, and I just saw him recently and stuff, and, and it, it's quite a bit lighter. Mm -hmm. And I didn't ask. It wasn't my place. But I thought, right. uh, you know, maybe he's had the laser done on it right. and stuff. But, I mean, and I know he's... Can you skin graft that? Like, just get that removed and then skin graft it? That's a good question for Dr. Banana Fingers. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I know you can have some laser done to lighten tattoos and... Yeah, and yeah, laser tattoo removal. And stuff, so we should have done our homework and, and 
well, I just thought about that right now, like removing it. Yeah, you know, with a laser or something. Well, no, like what skin? What skin graphing? Oh, god, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? We should try doing that in the basement somewhere. Skin graphing? Yeah, I've always wanted to. <laughs> Cut off so, like a, yeah. someone's cheek of their ass and slap it somewhere. Well, not not your ass. It's too hairy. <laughs> I don't want somebody to have a big, weird, <laughs> big hairy ass, big on werewolf <laughs> on his face. What the It'd hell? Be the most freaking facial hair some people would have. Oh my god. Anyway, uh, what if these birthmarks were something else besides a sign of some blood vessels popping out of somewhere? Like what? What? Well, what if that's how you died in a past life? Well, now we're getting into some conspiracy. Well, no shit, Sherlock. That's why it's called deep fried conspiracies. I thought that was free cheese and sausage night. That's why I come over here. <laughs> you came wrong, Colonel Sanders. My God. <laughs> so, birthmarks. Let's start off with this video, Jimmy. This is from, oh God, Uder, <laughs> Uder Voice, U-R-D-U, Uder, Udra, Udra. Maybe it's Utter Voice. <laughs> I hope it's that. Like a cow udder. Like a cow udder. <laughs> this is conspiracy theories suggesting birthmarks uh, indicate how you died in a past life video. Okay. What if this is your first life? Maybe it's because you don't have a birthmark yet. Okay. That's that's why I don't have one. Maybe. Scoop news. If you have ever wondered how you died in a past life, a conspiracy theory about birthmarks could provide insight. Many people have birthmarks, but don't pay too much attention to them. A new TikTok conspiracy video, however, has gone giving people a reason to check them out, as it suggests that they can tell you about how you died in a past life. Naturally, those entrusted will be primarily those who believe in reincarnation, but the video offers some pretty interesting food for thought. The TikTok video uploaded by T.Y. at the rate of T.Y. the crazy guy begins by explaining the idea of reincarnation and the theory that we have lived in hundreds of different bodies before this one. On the back of the school of thought, T.Y. tells viewers that birthmarks are thought to be an indicator of how you died in a previous life and are you on your body as a warning. The TikTok creator then decodes birthmarks and lets people know what the marks may be warning them against in this life. Firstly, if you have no birthmarks on your body, it likely means that your previously body died naturally. A brown birthmark, which is pretty common, is supposed to signify a wound that led to your death in a previous life. A brown mark on the eyeball means you died in your sleep in a previous life. Red birthmarks on your body mean that you may have burned to death previously, but the most specific and weirdly detailed death is indicated by a mark with a patch of light skin around it. This is said to mean you were killed by a poison dart. <laughs> around your genitals, it means you died while having sex. If this is accompanied by a patch of light skin, Just hold it on. even mean you were struck by a poison dart and died while in the act. <laughs> this concept isn't new, but plenty of people on TikTok are now enjoying theorizing how they might have died. One person. Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, so explain this to me again. Let's unpack this. Let's let's unpack this. So birthmarks. There are many different birthmarks, apparently. Yes. So, like, mine is just a simple circle-ish oval kind of red mark. I think you got shot. Apparently, I got... I got... Well, there, we'll get to that in a minute. So, like, these... <laughs> different, These different explanations. There are so many explanations for what each birthmark looks like. 
and how it's connected to how you died in a past life. In a past life. life. Right. Which we'll get to that in a minute, like I said. So, <laughs> I can't believe it. Let's just Let's just hold off for a minute. Is it because you said genitals? Is that why you're laughing so hard? <laughs> no. This is how... <laughs> a poison dart in the genitals? <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. No, if you... If you have a birthmark on your genitals, you were supposed to have died while having sex. What a way to go. Now, if you have a birthmark with a white patch around it, I believe she said, you were supposed to be hit by a poison dart while having sex. That's called gonorrhea, dumbass. <laughs> Fuck nuts. Anyway, anyway. I so- always thought I was going to die. Uh, I, I always kind of figured that, that the way I was going to die is um, my ex-wife would shoot uh, my wife in a head and then me in the balls at the same time oh, jesus that's bad good my, that's, god that was my me. theory that's that was your theory that's how i was gonna die oh my god ex-wife shot us both at the same time while we're doing the wild thing What's wild the- thing <laughs> okay so are we gonna talk about what yours means we will well we'll talk about it a bunch of them i have a list of what one says like if this is what it looks like this is what it is so all these tiktok people are are just coming up with their own crap and more or less yes okay how did this happen i don't know i'm glad it's all based on science yes 100 percent science before we get into the listing of what things look like and what things happen and other thing let's talk about what she said about a while ago past life reincarnation mm-hmm. so if you died by this <laughs> poison dart because you're no, no. This is if you die because of this poison dart, apparently you get reincarnated. So under this thing that I found, uh, ways birthmarks indicate a past life. Past life researchers, those actually exist apparently, <laughs> <laughs> believe that birthmarks are evidence of past life trauma. Uh, this trauma is often associated with that life or was the cause of death. The birthmark theory uh, is demonstrated by a birthmark on the site of the fatal wound. So, if we go down here a bit, uh, how past life birthmarks are found. Past life birthmark researchers, which again, those exist apparently, past life birthmark researchers, uh, Walter Semsquia? No way. Yeah. Semq? No way. S-E-M-K-I-W? Some Q? He's Russian. I don't know. Some cool. Some cool? So this dude and Jim Tucker. Yes. Believe that these birthmarks appear because of the soul's mind, which is not part of your brain. So it has its own blueprint and exists after death. The blueprint is used to create a fetus in the soul. Uh, next incarnation. Wow. Yes. This imprint contains marks of the trauma suffered from most uh, immediate past life it can create a birthmark that corresponds with the trauma such as a birthmark tutu titu tito has from the bullet wound now it's just going to keep going on talking about how birthmarks this reincarnation that stuff like that so we could we could read this all day long and get nowhere but i kind of wanted to just bring that little bit up to you that Apparently, the soul uh, is different. So, like, we talked about spiritual people, right? Like, we consider ourselves, I guess I consider myself a spiritual person. Yes. You consider yourself a spiritual person? Yes, I do. Somewhat. Okay. So, if we die, if we, we, our, our physical body dies, I don't know about you, I guess, but I believe that our soul that we have, well, I, I, 
I guess I've been taught all my life that we'll we'll go to heaven go or to heaven, yeah. or we'll get judged and then go to heaven. That's what happens. But what these people, these past life researchers, where do you get that job? I, I think it's one of the things like I'm a past life researcher now. And just kind of <laughs> go with it. Give me some government. Grant <laughs> Give me money. some government grant money. Anyway, so if you have that, then you apparently like get shot. Let's say you get shot in the forehead. Okay. Instant. Let's say you your wife gets shot in the forehead and you get your balls snipped off. Hmm. Like you like you brought up earlier. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. What was she doing? Shut up. So apparently, that would have an imprint on your soul, to the point where your genitals would have a birthmark on it, and your wife would probably have a a birthmark on her head. Now back of her head. The back of her head. Did you know that the other sign of a birthmark on your head was also, like, if you were born with a patch of white hair? Okay. Let's say you have black hair, but there's a single patch that goes down. You can, it just grows white. Yeah. I've seen some of those people like That's that. supposed to be a birthmark. Now, not if you're going gray. Like, if you if you have, like, you're older right. and you start growing gray hairs like the rest of us, then that's just getting old. But if you were born and you start growing white and or gray hairs, I guess... In uh, one, like a circle. Or, in like a circle or a, yes, like a patch. Yes, i that. Yeah. That's supposed to be the, the birthmark. Okay. Yep. So those are also supposed to be said birthmarks. So that explains why I have a third testicle. I, I don't know. No, I don't want to see it. Okay. No, I do not ever want to see that ever again. Again? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lock my doors when I'm taking a nap at night. Uh, <laughs> taking a nap at night? You're not yeah. sleeping? No, I take a nap at night. Before no. You. Okay. So let's get into this next video here, Jimmy. All right. And this one is, the proof is out there. Uh, inexplicable evidence of reincarnation. Okay. So they're going to go back into reincarnation. All right, do me. That's some scary-ass music. My name is Dr. Walter Semkew. I'm the president of Reincarnation Research. The pioneer in reincarnation research is Dr. Ian Stevenson at the University of Virginia. For 40 years, he traveled around the world studying young children with spontaneous memories of past lives. From these cases, we can derive principles of reincarnation. One of the patterns is that people have the same personalities and talents and can look exactly like they did in their past incarnations. Barbara was born nine years after... So, so let me just... Uh, who he's going to talk about right now is Barbara uh, Carlin. K-A-R-L-E-N. Carlin. Barbara Carlin. Just so you know. He's not going to... I don't think he says the full name, but her, this is Barbara Carlin. Okay. And Frank died. When Barbara was a little child and said... My name is Anna Frank. She has spontaneous memories of her past life. Now, you know who Anne Frank is, right? Yes. Okay. Just so you know. Just for people that know, I mean, this is back to the Holocaust stuff. As Anne Frank, uh, at the time, her parents didn't even know who Anne Frank was because the diary of Anne Frank was not yet published, and they thought she was making this all up. Barbara's proof. What makes her case compelling is not that 
She has the same facial features as Anne Frank, but she had memories from childhood. And by the time she was 10, her parents took her to Amsterdam. And uh, the father wanted to go see the Anne Frank Museum. Barbara said, we don't need a cab, it's right near here. And they said, how can you possibly know? You've never been here. Somehow Barbara went straight to the Anne Frank house, looked at a wall and said, Mommy, look, the pictures, uh, movie stars are still on the wall. And her mother looked at the wall and said, Barbara, there's nothing there. And the tour guide said, actually, the pictures that Anne Frank had clipped out of magazines of movie stars had been on that wall. That was the first time her parents realized her past life memories were real or that her reported memories were not fantasies. And Barbara became a childhood writing prodigy, just like Anne Frank had her first book published at age 12. Okay, so Anne Frank apparently was reincarnated into Barbara, what the hell was her name? Kelleen Kirkurlin, something like that. And the evidence apparently proves, I, I, I want to say reincarnation, you know, because the quotations, like if I, I don't, I don't know if I believe in reincarnation, I guess, just because of, I, I was always told to go to heaven or you get judged and goes from there. Um, of course, of course, nobody actually knows yet. Nobody I, alive. Nobody alive knows, yes. Uh, but apparently, like to have those exact memories, never be, never be to a place. Well, I, I mean, have you ever walked in somewhere and felt a little deja vu? Like, yes, like many a, a times. Okay. Many a times, what, actually. What could that be? Was, See, I don't know. Was it a past life I, that you, you might have been there? I, I've, I've had deja vu, too. You kind of go like, and you know where stuff is. or you know. Well, here's the thing. When, when it goes like deja vu for me, like, <sighs> I'm not talking like years. It's, like, it just seems like I was there the other day. Like, I, that could be. I drove this, I don't know how to put it. Like, I know it sounds vague, but I don't know how to put that. But uh, it seems like so, it's so familiar, like you were here yesterday. And, and, not, like and, and not, not in a past life. Not in a past life. Right. Because it's all newer stuff. Like, oh, hey, I've seen, you know, that specific. I don't even know how to, I, mean, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. I really don't. I, I, I've been in places, I've been in, in houses before, and you walk in and go, Ooh, I feel like I've been here before, but I've never have. Right. So apparently, you know, you 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 die, you get reincarnated, and you have and you certain an, triggered memories you another, of certain things. Another go around. Right. You get a second chance at life, in a sense. Uh, so what we're gonna do now is I'm gonna show you this video, Jimmy. Okay. It's seven mystery uh, mysteries reincarnation stories by Braindose. That's the, the channel, Braindose. That is loud. <laughs> and scary. Brainy Dose presents... Oh, Brainy Dose. Seven creepy kids who remember their past lives. The concept of reincarnation has existed for thousands of years. The idea that old souls are reborn into new bodies is part of the Hindu and Buddhist traditions. Some insist that it's real, and that stories like the following are proof of its existence, while others insist that it's all a bunch of nonsense. Whatever you believe, these stories certainly are creepy. So let's have a look at seven children who remember their past lives. 
We're hanging through one, a couple of them. Past life in Hollywood. Our first story is about a boy named Ryan from Oklahoma. He began talking about his past life in Hollywood at the age of four. A book about Hollywood triggered further memories. He saw a picture from a 1932 movie called Night After Night. He said he was friends with a man in the movie who was an actor and spokesman for cigarette commercials. Ryan also identified his past self in the photo, a man named Marty Martin. He remembered correctly a scene that he had acted in and details of Martin's life, such as his days of tap dancing on Broadway, his three younger sisters, and the color of his car. Ryan said that he liked being Ryan, but wanted to go back to his big house on the hill with a swimming pool. Every time Ryan saw the Hollywood Hills on television, he would exclaim that that's where he was from. Martin did indeed live in a huge Hollywood mansion with a pool and was well known for his love of socializing with the rich and powerful. Ryan also correctly identified more than 50 truths about Marty Martin's life, down to the fact that he was 61 years old when he died, and not 59, as stated on his death certificate. Number 2. Okay, so with that first one... This is a four-year-old. Anyway, that it, it seems like that could be debunked, I guess, a little bit. You think? Well, I mean... I mean, you could, you could... I don't want to say you could easily, but... Just doing research, you can go with these things. Oh, he lived in a big house. This guy was this guy was an advocate for cigarettes at the time. He's four year old, man. So what? There are brainiacs that are young that are way younger than. So you think he's googling this in his? M- it's possible. All I'm saying is it's possible. It could be debunked as that. It could also be true. You're non- I don't know. You're a non-believer. <laughs> anyway, we'll go to the second one. The fighter pilot child. This is an extremely fascinating and strange story because of its reliance on a child who clearly seems to know way more than he should. At a very young age, James Leninger started narrating his love for fighter planes. Now, this sounds normal at first, since many young boys like playing with planes. However, this was different. James could go into extreme specifics of how a fighter plane worked. In fact, into so much detail that it left his parents startled by his wealth of information. Eventually, James started having nightmares in which he would picture himself dying and being shot down by a Japanese plane with a red sun on it. Not only that, he was even able to recall the name of his plane, Corsair, and the boat from which it was launched, Natoma. Both of these names were verified, along with his own alleged name in his past life, James Huston. Number 3. Okay, so again, is it possible that it's true? It's possible that it's untrue doing research you know i you, you can have bad dreams remember we talked about sleep paralysis demons mm-hmm. you go to bed watching some fighter p- pilot kamikaze thing you can have a dream that you're in it you're you're in that and all you see is a red sun it's possible I, 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 that's all i can say it's possible it's very also could not be possible just by doing some research before so you're just riding the fence on this <laughs> very i'm very much so riding the fence legend Golf legend. At the age of two, Hunter was watching TV with his father when a clip appeared of 13-time major golf champion Bobby Jones. Hunter turned to his dad and told him that he had been Bobby Jones when he was big and he had demanded to be called Bobby from that moment on. His father decided to test him, so he printed off several pictures of houses, one of which was Bobby's childhood home. Hunter called all the pictures a house, except Bobby's, which he called home. At the age of three, Hunter started taking golf lessons, and he has been likened to Bobby Jones in his style of play. 
He also declared from a young age that his favorite golf course was Augusta, which is the national course, home of the Masters that Bobby Jones helped establish in the 1930s. Hunter, now a little older, has won 41 out of 50 junior golf tournaments and is seen as potentially the next Tiger Woods. Or is he really the reincarnation of Bobby Jones? Number. Well, he, so, should, be, he should be disqualified. <laughs> <if> he <is. laughs> what? He's, he's a pro athlete that's been reincarnated? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Why not? I, I don't know. I, I, just, I can't... <laughs> I don't know if I can necessarily wrap my head around these things. I mean, yeah, you could easily be a reincarnation person, I guess. Sure, why not? Anything's possible nowadays. At the same time, yes, I know they're three, I know they're four, I know they're whatever. I don't know how long ago these kids just found out about this stuff. Right, but, but I mean, at the age of two or three, you're not Googling. You're, I mean, especially when, when you, you show all these pictures of these houses and he goes, well, that's my home. That's home. That's home. You know, and then Augusta. I didn't know about Augusta. I mean, I knew about the Masters, but I didn't ever know that Augusta was the home of the Masters until last weekend when it was on. And then my my uh, my children are over, and I have two adult boys, and we are watching the Masters for a little bit and stuff. And I was reading about the Masters, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's really quite interesting. You know, there's only 300 members that uh, spend $40,000 a year to, to be, I don't know if it's $40,000 a year, but it's a one-time fee of $40,000 plus annual fees to be part of Augusta. They didn't allow their first woman uh, to be a member up until like the 90, 94. Mm-hmm. And I think there's only one or two uh, black people now that are allowed. And I mean, it, it's an old... Just recently? Yeah. Oh, shit. And uh, it's very exclusive club and stuff. But I mean, for, I mean, I'm, I'm older than two. And I, <laughs> and, and, and this Are kid, you sure about that? And this kid obviously knows a lot about Augusta, and uh, very interesting. I think it's very interesting. I think she should have an open mind and not be such a turd. I, I have an open mind. It's just a problem. You go, you know what? It has to be. Re- it has to be reincarnation because they're two years old. These could be kid geniuses for all I know. Really? They could be kid geniuses ready to graduate college by the time they left the womb. I don't know. Sheldon Cooper. Sure, Sheldon Cooper. Cause why not? It's it's you can't. I just can't go. Yes, reincarnation, hundred percent. Well, no. There's a lot of unexplained things in this world that we don't know. But you accept that Bigfoot lives with a unicorn down the river. I. Well, not I me. cannot confirm nor deny. <laughs> nor deny. I cannot confirm nor deny. Anyway, all right. So, Jimmy, in in addition to. Uh, how these birthmarks are supposed to signify how you died. There's also how these birthmarks signify your life as well. Really? Yes. Give me a for instance. So, for instance, uh, birthmarks on your stomach slash abdomen. If you have a birthmark on your stomach, this is taken as a meaning that you are greedy and self-centered. Really? Yeah, apparently. Uh, middle of the chest. Birth, uh, birthmarks in the middle of the chest indicate that one will have good luck and acquire great fortune in life. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, one on the jaw. Uh, this, uh, this birthmark shows that you will have poor health and bad lifestyles. Wow. Yeah. Or, or maybe it means you're going to have a podcast. Bad lifestyles. <laughs> uh, on the back, 
birthmarks on the back mean that you are trustful and open-minded. Really? I would think you'd be more like backstabbing and terrible. Person. Maybe. Oh, that's just me. Yeah. These are all subjective. On the legs. People with birthmarks on the legs are said to be dependent. They can they can make no decisions on their own. So they don't have a leg to stand on. Exactly. Okay. On the shoulders. A birthmark on the left shoulder means that you will have money problems, while a birthmark on the right shoulder means you'll have good wealth. Nice. What if you got a tramp stamp? That's not a birthmark. It's a tattoo, but let's talk about tramp stamps. No. <laughs> we don't have a sponsor that, that, that does tramp stamps. Okay, not yet. <laughs> on the fingers. Birthmarks on the fingers mean that you enjoy making decisions and that you will like to be independent. Okay. On the arms. Now, this, this breaks it down a little bit differently. For men, a birthmark on the arm means that he is a homemaker. He likes to stay at home and take care of children. While women uh, found uh, found on women means that she puts her career first. So, so mine on my arm apparently is supposed to signify, in according to this, that I can uh, I'm I'm okay with staying home and taking care of children. Why don't you go upstairs and make me a sandwich? No, no, taking care of children. I know. But a, I'm not married to you, and B, I'm still single. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm still. <laughs> but, but you know, kind of a, uh, you know, back in the in the fifties and sixties, that that would you know, the women were supposed to be the the caretakers, and men were supposed to be the um, breadwinners, and it seems like it's just the exact opposite there. If that, yeah, if if you, but that's if you have a birthmark on your arm. On the arm. On the arm. Okay. Now. In accordance to shapes and whatnot, uh, if you have, if you're lucky enough, I should put it that way, if you're lucky enough to have uh, a birthmark in the shape of a heart, anywhere, doesn't matter where, yeah. anywhere. What's it mean? Uh, if you have a birthmark in the shape of a heart, it means that you're supposed to be full of love. Surprise. That's sweet. Right. Individual. Uh, will be lucky enough to fall in love with you is supposed to be your soulmate. You're just supposed to be the most wonderful, loving person. So there's a good chance I have one of those somewhere in my body. Right, because you've been divorced once? Just once. Just once. Okay, so only once so far. <laughs> so Wow, thanks for the, the confidence. <laughs> so these, these birthmarks and whatnot, they go crazy on. It's like, if you have a birthmark in the shape of this, if you have a you know, a collection of moles on your body, you know, it's supposed to signify some kind of a birthmark, something like that. It, it just goes on and on and on and on and on and on. Now, I don't know if you can see this, Jimmy, or not. On my other arm, up on my shoulder here, Yep. I actually have well, a collection of moles that make the little dipper. Yeah, I see that now. See that now? Right here? Okay. Up and then through there. It makes a little dipper. Well, that explains because you're kind of a dip. <laughs> Shit, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but so, what if I were to tell you? Now, these... <sighs> body... Not modifications, but like... Ah, fuck, I just had it too. Deformations? Like, say you have, like, an extra finger, an extra toe. Extra, say it testicle and i was gonna say breast but okay or a collection of moles uh in certain areas what if jimmy 
What if a woman had breasts on her back? It would make what, dancing what? so much more fun. What if what? these were the signs that you were a witch? Boom. Boom. Mind blown, right? So, okay. So if you've got moles, let's say six, six, Hold six on. on your forehead. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so now we're going what into is witchcraft. The, yes. What is the mark of a witch? Or what is the witch's mark? I can tell you where one lives. My ex-wife. I was going to say your ex-wife somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a growing trend in the witchcraft community where women are looking for their witch's marks. Uh, there's photo circling online that show that the witch's marks are very specific moles in the right or lower arm. Okay. Okay. So I believe this is just a trend that uh, in the modern witch mark can be one of many things. There are also claims that the witch's marks are found all over the body and in various parts of the skin. They can be red, dark brown, or even an extra nipple. <laughs> So what is the truth? What exactly is the mark of a witch? Now, there's supposed to be like patches and whatnot, or like red spots around the body. Well, what's a birthmark? A dark brown spot? A red patch? Some moles somewhere? So now we're into witchcraft. Yeah, you're, you're basically going into witchcraft now. I understand. This sounds crazy. And even to me, it sounds crazy when I was doing some somewhat research for this. But I, 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 and so you're, 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 you don't believe in reincarnation, but now you believe in witchcraft. I didn't say that. I didn't say I believe in witchcraft. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I can't get behind reincarnation. Also, just having a birthmark that goes into. Now you're a witch. Maybe I guess it only talks about women, but wizards. I don't know. So, uh, witch hunters look for their witch marks. Okay, this is. <laughs> this is. Is this, is this just, just listen. Witch hunters. So there's people hunting for uh, witches. Hold now. on. Hold on. The concept of the witch's mark historically dates back to medieval and early modern periods and has much darker history than the witch's mark of today. During the witch trials, the hunters scored, uh, scored the countryside in search of witches to burn, hang, drown, or torture. Uh, one way the witch hunters confirmed a witch has been located, the witcher's mark on his or her body. Uh, this could be a mole, birthmark, scar, extra digit, or even a third nipple. I don't know why they keep bringing up the third nipple part. I, I, an extra digit just seems to cover all the bases, but apparently they have to put that in there. What about a tail? There's people with little tails. You ever seen that? No. Oh, that's weird. What? Hold on. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that before. All right. Just, just bring it up in a minute. Some claim that the witch's marks were given to the witches by the devil and was a uh, and was a teat, T-E-E-T, from which the witches famously... Oh God, this is... Do they suckle? <laughs> well, what famously would suckle blood. Yeah. Yes. Uh, others claim scars and scratches on the body were signs that the devil had marked his territory. So... So, like, after rough sex and you're all scratched up? More or less. Okay. So, you go and your body has these marks. Like, mine, apparently, if this was the case, like, I would probably be hung, <laughs> tortured, or whatever, because I'd be considered a witch that's only for having these birthmarks. That's the only way you'll ever be hung. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> okay, you bastard. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, 
apparently this would be the spot where quote a witch would have suckled blood from me or something like that i don't know something like that now according to michael dalton uh country justice 1618 uh, they're said familiars ha- hath some big or little teat upon their body and in some secret places where he sucketh them, which hunters took any uh, malformation of the skin and body as a mark of the devil. And there, and here's the thing. Technically, Everyone has some kind of mole, freckle, or skin tag. Right. So whatever was accused of a witchcraft likely has witch's mark. According to the Melevent Men's Agenda, M-E-L, or M-A-L-E-V-O-L-E-N-T, Melevent, Melevent. Sure. Uh, I feel like the worst part of this is the witch hunters would search and accuse for uh, for this witch's mark, then claim it's a frequently found in the witches, in most witches' uh, secret. You know, just what just what anybody has. Well, that's kind of what I was talking about. Everybody's got a, a mole, a skin tag, um, that you could say, "Oh, that's the mark of a witch." Right. It, it goes so on. How, and so how convenient when you want to do this? You know, like. Because during the Salem witch trials, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're pulling... I mean, age didn't matter. Right. Didn't matter who you were. Right. Uh, actually, you know what? I did hear something about how the the Salem witch... Or was it was Salem witch trials ended when the governor's wife was accused? Right. And then it's like, oh, no more witches. We're done. No, we're good. <laughs> something like that. I'm good. No more witches. So, apparently, not only... So, just kind of wrapping it up, okay? We're just going to wrap this up. So, apparently... The Salem, not Salem, Jesus, the birthmark, it could mean in a past life, you were shot, stabbed, whatever, 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 that imprinted, that, you know, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, that imprinted onto your soul, that imprinted onto your soul, okay, I get it. (laughs) I'm shooting darts at you. Yeah, I know, I can tell. So, apparently it could imprint on your soul. That trauma would have happened to your body. You would have died, but then your body, your 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 soul goes immediately into something else. Pushes through, like another into another fetus, and you would have that mark of what you would have died from. Like me, I was supposed to be stabbed or something like that. Uh, and then you're born with these birthmarks. You know, at the head you have the the gray patch when you were born, stuff like that. And then you're supposed to have these memories. Now, I have zero memories of anything past. You know, it's okay to brought up deja vu. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember really anything that quick. That, you know, oh, I was here back in the 1980s or something like that. I couldn't tell you. So what, what, what as a child, is your earliest memory? that you? I mean, you look back in your life. I mean, what's the... F- I mean, I'm, I'm like kindergarten. I remember some things. I mean, but how far can you go back in your mind... What do you, I mean, what can you remember? My earliest ever memory that I can remember. I remember having, okay, actually I I can remember this pretty vaguely. My earliest memory I can remember is I was, uh, I remember opening my eyes one time and having blurry vision. 
Okay. And then I blinked, and it was my fourth birthday. Wow. I, I remember that. I blinked, and it was my fourth birthday. So like, the day of my fourth birthday. Not, like, the morning. Like, sitting at the table, whatever, whatever. Boom. Fourth birthday. That's my earliest memory of something I can ever bring up. You know, I... I, I can remember stuff from I can remember smells. Mm-hmm. I can remember the smell of of I want to say play doh mm-hmm. in kindergarten, but I can't go back any farther than what is that? Probably age six or seven, you know. And you see pictures. I mean, you see pictures of yourself as a kid, mm-hmm. and then you kind of put yourself back in there. But I don't remember it. But I'm you know I see pictures of myself with my grandmother with some baby chickens mm-hmm. out in the yard and stuff, and she's letting me play with her baby chickens. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember that, but, I mean, you see that photo. Right, right. You know, and so I'm thinking, I mean, either your first memory is either, like, yours, kind of traumatic, or mine, very... Traumatic? It was my fourth birthday. But but it was bl- you blurry vision. Well, yeah, I had blurry vision at the beginning, yeah. Right. And and mine was, I mean, I, could, I, I still, to this day, I smell Play-Doh when it's go. Takes me right back to kindergarten. Yeah. So I mean, mine was very pleasant, sensory. Yeah. You know, sensory. Yeah. And so I mean, maybe it's our memories are based on either a beautiful event or a tragic event. I mean, I can't remember what I had for lunch three days ago. Mm-hmm. You know, but I can remember a traumatic event from my high school days, mm-hmm. or an injury, or a death of somebody, and it takes you mm-hmm. back from from right now to back then, like it was. Mm-hmm. 10 seconds ago. Now, if you guys who are listening and you want to, you can remember, hit us up. Hit us up and, you know, email us like people are doing. Hit us up in the Discord. Tell us your earliest memory. I actually want to know. Yeah. I want to know what your earliest memory is. You know, and was it traumatic? Was it pleasant? Um, but, I mean, so I can see where people look back at, at birthmarks and go, you know, this br- brings me back to, like, another life. Mm-hmm. Where where I'm going to go, oh, you know, this happened to me, you know, but there again, another traumatic event. So this is going to be all intertwined mm-hmm. in, in, in our galaxy of subconscious. Right. Uh, so just to keep going on what I was talking about. So you, you get forced into a new fetus. Your body has the, your, your soul has the imprint of how you died. And then shows you on your body where you're supposed to have died. Okay. Something like that. Right. And then so on and so forth. You're born, you know, you're su- you're maybe supposed to have these memories. I don't know, something like that. Why not? Or <laughs> you're a witch. You're a witch. Or a wizard, however you want to call it. Right. I mean, I'm a Harry Potter fan, don't get me wrong. At the same time, I never got my letter to Hogwarts. So yeah, I... I mean, the, the, the brain is a, a very complicated piece of equipment. And uh, I just watched uh, a great thing on uh, YouTube the other day. And they actually uh, had the actual Rain Man. Mm-hmm. The actual Rain Man that the Dustin Hoffman film Rain Man was based upon. Mm-hmm. And that gentleman uh, uh, was with his... I think it was either his brother or his dad... But anyway, you know, they would be like in a mall somewhere and they'd say, oh, this young girl, you know, um, her birthday is March 12th. When -hmm. when can she retire? And, you know, and he would come up with 
with a when that would yeah, when she could retire seventy five right, right. And, and but just and, and he knew populations of Places cities and, and things. all kinds of crazy stuff. But, yeah. the, but the poor man couldn't brush his own teeth. Really, can't brush his own teeth. Can't get dressed by himself in the morning. But yet his dad, I, th- I think it was his dad, still takes him around to universities. Mm-hmm. One which is in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and and they go and um, kind of like a. a question and answer type thing and then they show off how smart and brilliant this guy is Mm -hmm. but he can't brush his own teeth and um so i mean all these things are interconnected somehow you know into your brain which is such a complicated thing but so then you start thinking about all these connections with with your body and and uh, birthmarks Mm -hmm. and and it just goes on and on and on and and you can read into it so so much yeah so i mean I, i i i don't know if i can wrap my head around reincarnation I mean, for me, I have a birthmark. I it's just a patch of blood vessels that did something. Right. I don't know if I died. I don't have any memories. Like for you, you apparently don't have any birthmarks. Maybe you, if if you believe in the reincarnation, maybe you just haven't. This is your first life. It could be. This is your first life. You haven't died That's traumatically. You, I guess not even traumatically, because if remember on the video, she said if you have one on your eye, it means you died in your sleep. Right. So yeah. apparently, oh. I'm in my second life. Because I have one birthmark. Yeah. People that have maybe multiple birthmarks, like one on their freaking head, maybe they got beaten, something yeah. like that, or they, or that's where they keep dying is because something happens to their head. Yeah. I know people at work, I have two birthmarks. Maybe you're in your third life. You know, you died from being shot here, died from being stabbed here, and now you're in your third life. That's I don't of, know. It's a lot of violence. <laughs> well, it, it, that's all I could find. You know, maybe, maybe I died of eating marshmallows or something. <laughs> Diabetes is a thing. <laughs> Got a freaking birthmark on your stomach. Yep. So I forgot to bring this up in the beginning. I told uh, this guy that I would I would bring it up. Remember when we talked about sleep paralysis demons? Yes. On the last episode. So we actually did get a hit back. No. From a story. So remember Billy on Discord? Yes. Okay. He hit me up. He go. He says this. He goes, yo, I actually had one time I had a, a sleep paralysis attack, basically. Uh, I was in my old apartment in Springfield. I woke up, couldn't breathe, couldn't move. Uh, there was the thing in the corner staring at me. I literally started yelling, God, please protect me, and I believe in Jesus Christ, and you can't hurt me. I am not the best Christian by any means, but I thought your episode was really cool. And it was very nice to hear somebody else's story. Mine was exactly like that. Yeah? Couldn't yeah. breathe? Couldn't anything? It was like I was being pinned down. Really? Yep. Hmm. And, and it was like I was being pinned down, and I don't know where it came from, but I said, God help me, and then it went away. See, it, that's just moving. I, I, I think it's, I just consider that moving. I don't put it that way. Yeah. But no. So that's what I got. You can judge your own self on your own birthmarks. Me, I'm, if, if I go off of this, I'm apparently in my second life. And and if you have a birthmark on your scalp, on your scalp, no, 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 and it's six six six. Don't call us. Oh, okay. I don't want to hear from you <laughs> oh, okay. at all. All right, that's fine. Other than that, Jimmy, do you have anything you want to say? You know what? Tell me before we start that, Jimmy. What do you believe? I want to know. We, we we've been going back and forth. Do you believe? There's so many things that I I years ago I wouldn't believe. The older I get, the more I believe. And, and and I think I told I probably told the story about it before. Uh, what, uh, I really believe that things happen for a reason. There's things that have happened to me in my life, 
And I go, I don't get it. And six months later, it's so irreverently clear to me why it happened. But You know uh, what? You want to give me a story? I, I'll give you a, a, a story. Just, just a story. I'll give you one story about my, my mom's death. Okay. And and anyway. We talked about that, I think, yeah. in an episode. Anyway, I, I think I continue. About, but but uh, when, when my mom passed, uh, my mom had multiple heart surgeries. Yeah. And uh, they put in... Um, the flapper thing. What do you call that? Um, the flapper uh, in your in your heart. Yeah. Pacemaker. A valve. Oh, a heart. valve. She had okay. heart. She, I'm sorry. She, yeah, she had heart. I, I've actually blocked it out of my head because it was such a horrible. Time. No, I get it. So it was a uh, heart valve surgery she had. Okay. And then she had uh, two or three open heart surgeries to repair that because it wasn't in there correctly and stuff. And then she lost uh, both of her legs to a rare form of dry gangrene. Mm-hmm. And so we were up here in Minnesota. The doctors didn't know what it was. What happened to her feet um, started, um, the bottom of her soles of her feet started turning black, and her toes looked kind of like dried up prunes. Mm-hmm. And they, and you know what? I can actually relate to you now because my father, just happened to my father. He had gangrene in one of his toes. Okay. And then he just got it amputated. Yeah, and and it's horrible. Yeah, and the, guys, if you have diabetes, please please watch yourselves. Yeah, it's it's a killer. And you know, um, so what happened to her is my brother's wife, who was a nurse, mm-hmm. um, the doctor she worked for was a dermatologist, mm-hmm. but a friend of the family. So mm-hmm. we, I mean, like my brother uh, has three boys, and we'd go over to the birthday party, and um, got to know the doctor that 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 she worked for, and so Joni invited over the doctor to look at my mom's feet. Mm-hmm. He saw it in Vietnam. They had sent pictures of, of, of... Yeah. They had sent my mom's pictures of her feet and stuff to um, Rochester, to uh, University of Chicago, all these different big places, saying, we don't know what this is. And what happened is he came in and, and saw how bad her, her feet were, and he goes, oh, it's a rare form of dry gangrene. And he... He's the one that that figured it out. Hmm. So anyway, they they um, treated her with a huge amount of antibiotics. Yeah. Now here's something that I, I'd want people to know because I didn't know, and very few people that I talked to know. Her the the huge amounts of antibiotics given to her to save her life, and and uh, she still lost her legs, mm-hmm. but to save her life, um, burnt her hearing out overnight. She went from being able what? to hear yes. She went over to being, she was able to hear, and then the next day she's like, I can't hear nothing. Really? And the antibiotics, they said, yes, yeah, the side effect of all these antibiotics. So the antibiotics that saved her life burnt out her hearing. hearing. And so she ended up losing both legs above the knee. Oh, and the reason I'm telling you this is, is just to kind of tell you about when she passed. So after my mom recovered, she went home. Mm-hmm. And, and she was the happiest double amputee with a cochlear implant so she could hear mm-hmm. that you've ever met. Mm-hmm. She never felt sorry for herself a, a, a day in her life. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom kept going and going and going because, um, you know, it's this grandson's birthday. It's somebody's wedding. It's mm-hmm. Christmas. And so anyway, she lived another good 10 years. Damn. And and uh, just, uh, I miss her so much. But anyway, the reason I'm telling the story about the legs is that, so if you've ever had surgery and you've been in bed... Um, 
and you've had like a, uh, a incision in your belly, and you try to sit up in bed, mm-hmm. how nearly impossible it is because of the pain. Mm-hmm. Well, now remove the bottom uh, third Le- yeah. half your legs. Yeah. So anyway, my mom was in the hospital, uh, and we knew she wasn't going to make it this time. And anyway. She's holding on to the, uh, our hands. I have one brother. So my brother's on one side. I'm on the other. Our families are there. My dad's at the end of the bed. And anyway, she uh, is comatose when I get there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we're, we're uh, uh, saying some prayers and talking and whatnot. And um, anyway, all of a sudden, um, she sat up in bed, which would take incredible strength because mm-hmm. you got no legs. I mean, you're on your deathbed, and she looked up into the corner, which to me looked like she was looking at the TV up there, and she goes, beautiful robe, and then laid back down. And we're all looking at her going, say, did she say beautiful robe? Mm-hmm. And we're all just kind of getting goosebumps and stuff. And about five minutes later, she sat up again for the last time, and she went, wow, oh, wow, oh, wow. And then she passed away. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, she was seeing the angels that were coming to take her. Yeah. And um, I've told the story before because what was interesting, a few years later, I'm reading about famous people's last words. And I think it was Steve Jobs mm-hmm. that had said the same thing at the end. He went, wow, oh, wow, oh, wow. Really? And it just gave me goosebumps. And I forwarded it to my brother, and, and he just sent me a text back saying, shitting myself. Yeah, yeah. You know. And so that really verified to me because it was my mom and we were so yep. close that there is another life after that we're all going to enjoy um as long as you're good here on earth. But um you know, it's one of those life lessons where where you you learn from you learn more from other people than you than you do from yourself. Right. And um so there's so many lessons in this life and if you just open your mind and you don't have to make a decision today or tomorrow about is this right, is this wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, you and I were just talking off the air about about the news now. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was a kid, we had ABC, CBS, and NBC. Mm-hmm. Walter Cronkite would come on, and he'd tell you what happened. Mm-hmm. And now you turn on Fox, CNN, all these, you have somebody telling you their opinion. Yep. And so they've already made up their mind, but they're going to tell you that this is the right. This is how you need. This to is how you need to think it. too. Yeah. And right now, there's nobody in this world making up their own mind. Nope. They're all being told what to think. And just because you're on one side of the aisle or the other, you follow whatever blindly, mm-hmm. you know. And the thing is, you just need to make a, uh, all these decisions for yourself mm-hmm. and your family. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you don't listen to the outside world on all this stuff and and believe the nonsense that we're hearing on the news all the time. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if, if my advice to anybody would be is just follow your heart and, uh, you know, go with your gut. If your gut's telling you it's good, bad, or evil, uh, it probably is. Yeah. So that's all I got. I mean, I, uh, I believe I'm still on the fence. I don't, I don't know. All right. Eh. <laughs> all that, that was a nice story, but I don't think you convinced me of that reincarnation's a thing. Well, I mean, I, I, told, I told my mom, my mom and I had many conversations mm-hmm. before she passed. Mm-hmm. And I knew, I knew, uh, I mean, she told me, she goes, don't let me put on life support. You know, she had a thing signed 
we knew as a family she didn't want to put it on life support and stuff. Right. And it was always my joke to her. I said, well, you know, just for fun, I'm going to unplug you. And then when you sit up and gasp, and and, and, and I'm going to plug you back. You know? Jesus. I'm going to do that to you three, oh, God. Three, three, four times. And she just laughed her head off because we had a <laughs> bet. <laughs> we had, yeah. And bet. Uh, so there's, there's uh, uh, as long as you have your ducks in a row and. Uh, as long as you believe that right. you have your ducks in a row and you believe that you're doing whatever you want to do with your life. Right. Just be. Uh, Who are we to say you can do something different? Just be good to. Uh, be good to small pets and, and children. Yes. That's all I'm asking. Yep. Other than that. That's I all I got. Nothing. All right. Well, for everybody here at Deep, Deep Fried Conspiracies, have a good night. That's the bottom line, cause Stone Cold said so. <laughs> <laughs>